Go. Now, back to Real Raw Radio. Sponsored by Anajar and Levine. Accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show. The Mike Calter Show. Seven thirteen on the Mike Calder Show. It's one zero two five. The Bone. Coming up today, we've got six and eight. The leftover six and nine from Friday. Forget again. I mean, should we vote? Uh, Listen, I'm re- I'll be ready. I'll I don't be ready. doubt. I don't doubt you at all. Yeah. I'll be ready. That'll be coming up at 8 o'clock today. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know and don't get to hear it, Galvin gives us six headlines for the week on Wednesday. We have to write punchlines for him for Friday, and they are or all... Or facts. Or facts, yeah. I got facts. Supposed to be punchlines. Supposed to be punchlines. No, They're awful. Awful. But some of them, every once in a while, you get a good one, like sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot what that was. Anyway. Sweet uh, and sour. Embassy sweet and sour. Embassy sweet and sour, sour yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll be doing that uh, in the 8 o'clock hour today. And then at 9, uh, you got a UFC fight uh, coming up this weekend. And uh, a local fighter, uh, Brandon Lopez, is going to be coming by with Jason Skeldon. Uh, I say local because they both live here, but they're both uh, professionals. And uh, we're fortunate enough to have them here in the Tampa Bay area. They'll be stopping by the studio a little bit later on. Um, I watched a movie over the weekend. Joe was just telling me he saw a movie this weekend that I never heard of. What was it? It was called um, Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he just said, oh, he enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, Jonah Hill was in it. And Galvin's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. No, no, no. Joaquin I wasn't Phoenix saying it like that. I was saying, yeah. oh, yeah, like I remember I saw that uh, because I was kind of done with Joaquin Phoenix after his stupid uh, you were never there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, it looks so... Da- I mean, they can really trick you with trailers. Because it looked like he was going to be cool, like he was some sort of hitman. He was going to save this girl that had been kidnapped and stuff, and then it was just it was just weird. I mean, he's a fantastic actor, there's no doubt, yeah. but he does pick some weird roles. And that one, I Joaquin just- or River? Oh, uh, Joaquin. Oh, but I watched sneakers over the weekend. Yeah, oh. I think Joaquin. Okay, I agree. Oh, uh, looks like it's Skinny Jonah Hill. Yes, yeah. Skinny Jonah Hill's in there. You didn't even recognize him. Yeah, he, I, I saw that. Really I saw the movie though. I thought, yeah, I thought it was decent. Yeah. All right, so I saw one this weekend that I've never heard of before, and still can't. Like I had a question whether or not I watched it. Mm. I thought I surely I would have heard of this movie. Surely, surely, <laughs> it starred Brad Pitt. Okay. Ray Liotta. Heard of him. Um. Oh, this is in the movie. Uh, so it was, it was about a um, a mob guy. Ray Liotta played a guy who put on a, a mob poker game, and then uh, a guy went and two guys went and robbed the poker game, and Brad Pitt played a hitman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Killing him softly. Killing him softly. Yes. And Brad Pitt played a hitman. And then he knows one of the guys, so he can't hit him. So he calls another hitman to come in, and that hitman is James Gandolfini. And let me tell you something: that show, this movie, shows you the acting range of James Gandolfini. You would think he's an Italian mob hitman; he'd be the same Tony Soprano character, entirely different character. Great in the movie, same way uh, like in the Mexican when he was with Brad Pitt, he was a little bit more Tony Soprano. In this one here, completely different. Uh, is a big drinker, had weird hair, and and was a great, great acting. And uh, I had never even heard of this movie before. 
How did this slip by? A Ray Liotta, Brad Pitt, James Gandolfini movie, and I never even heard of it? Yeah, I mean, I heard of it. I remember it when it came out, and I, I think I watched most of it. I don't know. I don't really remember. But I remember seeing it, and uh, it was kind of slow moving, I remember. It, once the action yeah. starts, so it's good. They uh, they have to whack Ray Liotta, even though he didn't do anything. Cause okay. his car yeah, they beat him up pretty good first. They beat him up really good. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's gross because he's spitting up blood, and he throws up, yeah. and they show it all. Oh. It's gross. <laughs> and then after they beat him up, they're like, we have to kill him. And they're like, why? And he goes, it's clearly he didn't, he didn't have anything because they thought maybe he was robbing his own game. And he goes, because it's happened twice now, so people are just going to think he did But he anyway. did the first time, though. We did the first one, but yeah. he didn't do the second one. Right. And they're like, so now we just have to kill him. Yeah. Like, that's uh, how the decision is made. They're like, he didn't even do it. We know he didn't do it. He goes, yeah, but it's going to look like he did. So oh, just kill him. that yeah. also has uh, Richard Jenkins, uh, who is the father from Stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, yeah, he's great. great in it. But yeah. also, I think one of the best actors that's out there right now is Ben Mendelsohn, who is an Australian guy. He was in uh, Bloodline that was on Netflix. He was in one of the latest Star Wars ones. Uh, he's a fantastic actor. I don't know. He's who one he of is. those that. Guys. Oh, he's always he, the bad guy. I yeah, love if him. You, if you see him, you go, "Oh, yeah. okay, I know that guy." I think he's a great, great. He's actor. the bad guy in Ready Player One, the CEO. Yeah, he's the he's the drug guy, he's a drug addict yeah. in this movie. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's good. It's a, it's a really. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. I couldn't believe that I never even heard of it until then. I don't. Although although these movies like. Uh, What's the G.I. Joe guy? Snake Eyes? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, out now, and uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go see that movie, but I'm saying I saw a bunch of billboards for it in L.A., and I didn't even know, and now it's, like, on demand. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? So The more I see, like, I saw the uh, uh, trailer for the uh, Ten Rings guy, whatever that right. is, and I was like, oh, that looks really good, and then I found out that it was Marvel, and I was like, oh, cool. The only thing I think that's going to kill that movie is that Aquafina chick. <laughs> it's too too much. Stop trying to be funny in movies. Like superhero movies, yeah, you're going to have a couple funny lines and stuff, but try, stop trying to be like over the top with it. I am yeah. telling you, you want to pick a funny Asian, you got to pick that little girl that says meow. In front of, oh, this is 40. Yeah. She's the best. She's, she's yeah. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah. Oxycontin. Yeah. Oxycontin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she's the best. All right, it is uh, 7.19. It's time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Let me put this out there. Aquafina is the Asian Leslie Jones. Oh. Loud doesn't no. equal funny. Now I like her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now I like her. By the way, whoever thought, who was in charge of uh, casting for Uber Eats, Leslie Jones yelling at you. Yeah, that makes me want to get food. Her just yelling about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna wait. News. Yeah, news. Where do we have a news? Yeah. There you go. That's what you're supposed to do. Every time, now he waits for it. I did uh, it. No, you didn't. I did. No, you're gonna said we check him with Calvin, and then I start the thing, and then you go, "What do we have news? What now? do we have news today, Calvin?" There you go. <laughs> Today's <laughs> news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Whatever shoes you're looking for, you need some cruise shoes. You need some birthday bash shoes. You need some going to see Pitbull Tyler and stand in the corner all night shoes, Joe. Yep. Uh, well, you can get them at Pelt Shoes, uh, and when you get in there, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Aquafina's real name? Uh, Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> Nora Lum. Oh, that's a nice name. I don't know where she came up with Aquafina. Are you sure that's her real name? 
I mean, I'm reading it. Well, no, there's a, I think she has a show on Comedy Central, and I think it's something Nora. So I didn't know whether that was her name on that show or her real, real name. Nora Lum, born in, uh, June 2nd, 1988, known professionally as Aquafina. Is an American actress, comedian, rapper, author, and television host. Oh, because she has a show. It's called Nora from Queens. That's oh. on uh, Comedy Central. She's a rapper, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, of course okay. she is. Who isn't? <laughs> Who isn't? Have you heard that song? The Aquafina song? Yeah. No. <laughs> can I? Or is it dirty? I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Yeah. It's, I'm looking at it. It doesn't. Yeah. Like What's it called? Um, it's called my. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's a name I, that, okay. Probably not easy yeah, to play. It's 50 yeah. times better than a... Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know what you're... <laughs> what, stop, I don't know what you're saying, but yeah. stop saying it. <laughs> Joe goes, Joe. you're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's no Megan Thee Stallion. No. Yeah, no, right definitely now. not. I love oh, that. it's surprising because it doesn't say it, it's, uh, it's explicit. The other oh, ones really? are... Yeah. My V? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. Do you want to hear? Do we want to try it and... Mm. Get ready to dump it, or yeah. all right. Well, I'll give you a little bit. Oh, Let's no. see what we got. I wish you well in your future endeavors. Here we go. <laughs> Is this my veg? Oh, like no. an operatic ballad. Yo, veg like grandpa's cabbage in my veg. Effortless. Yo. All right. So, <laughs> that's the it. response to the Mickey Avalon song. <laughs> he had a song called My D. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you can't play that one. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I don't like her. Yeah. You don't like her either? No. I just remember in what, I can't remember what movie I saw her in, but she was just like over the top. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's like, exactly what I'm saying. You know, for me, I just takes Galvin not liking her and then I hate her all She around. has one gear and it's too fast. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> like furious. She's not good at acting, so she has to overact yep. to get the part. So Thank she has you. to be a stereotype. Yep. To actually be casting that She was in Ocean's 8, Crazy Rich Asians, yep. Farewell, and The Little Mermaid. Wasn't she in King Kong with Jack Black? Now you're being right. racist. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's horrible. If that's, that's another Asian lady. She was like nine when that movie came out. Right. Right. What's the matter with you? I'm talking about the redo. No, you're horrible. Right. Wow. I mean, she was a little kid when that came out. Yeah, come on. What, what, what are you thinking she was? <laughs> Yo, I saw an interview on. with her, and she talked about meeting Jack Black on that set, so I don't know what Maybe she's she doing. Maybe she played a little there. kid? No. Maybe. What year did that movie come out? I don't know. Probably 2008, 2009? Uh, 2005. Wow. Oh. She, she didn't have any credits on uh, IMDb till, till 2014. She's wow. 33, though, so she could have been. No. Mm-hmm. Joe thinks all Asians look the yeah, same. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Wow. Come on. Zillia was right to tell you to go to hell. Oh, come on. You're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's on The Simpsons. She plays Dr. Chang. Oh. oh. Culturally appropriate. That's well, right. yeah, you're she's supposed allowed. to do that now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No she's more poop. She was on uh, Paradise Hill. She played you. Oh. Why you? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking. does not look like she was in uh, King No, King Kong. Kong. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, maybe, she, maybe she worked Racist. with them on like uh, like a Disney thing doing voices. She was in Jumanji. Maybe that. Maybe. Oh, oh, that's Jumanji, what it is. Yeah. Joe gets confused. Anything in the uh, jungle is King Kong to him. <laughs> okay, yeah. there you go. Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah, at least he said that <laughs> from Jungle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't need anything else from him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to news. Again, we're way off track. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 
Uh, at his rally in Alabama on Saturday night, former President Donald Trump heard an unusual sound of booing and jeering aimed his way after he told supporters, quote, I recommend taking the vaccine. The Boo. former president yeah, was speaking in Alabama, a city struggling, uh, well, Coleman, Alabama, a city struggling with the uh, COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. He said, quote, I believe totally in your freedom. I do. You're free. You got to do what you have to do. Uh, but I recommend taking the vaccine. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. Uh, Trump was vaccinated while in office, having been hospitalized with COVID-19 last October. He told his supporters they should follow suit. Then responding booze, he said, that's okay. Uh, that's all right. That's good. You've got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work. You'll be the first to know, okay? <laughs> Look at him. He turned orange. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, he said the right thing. He said what his people wanted to hear. You have the freedom to do it or not to do it. You can't be forced to do it. But if you're smart, you're going to do it. Uh. Boo. 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 Common sense, Ooh. bad. Boo. Boo. I love it. I love it. My wife is really, she's really into, not, she's not like so super, uh, supportive of everybody getting vaccinated. She just is so against the misinformation against it. Yeah. And she's taking it real seriously. Like, it's it's, it's annoying the hell out of her. And she's right. And uh, so many people are just going off of what they read in memes. Yeah. And we're, that's what we've become as a society. Yeah. Listen, all I know is I don't care about 401k or anything else. My sperm is going to be so expensive whatever uh, people have to have unvaccinated sperm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Also, uh, you may be dead before that comes out. And you may be. Uh, yeah. And they're yeah. tracking you. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, it's right. your, hey, put your phone to your arm and see yeah. if it sticks. Oh, oh my God. It's stuck. It's, uh, it's, it's actually idea. calling you right you're now. Yeah. Uh, another we've been, guy. We've been vaccinated since we were kids. We've been tracked. But our, this our one just came out. Uh, no, I was raised by wolves. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, if you went to school at all, you had to be vaccinated, and they kept track of it from the start. You had your little vaccination card. and uh, Are you telling this to me or to other people? Society. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, going to say. I, oh, I, I know. It's just it's it's hilarious that some of the things that people are, I'm the government's not going to keep track of my vaccinations. Well, they have been since you were born. They give you a series of vaccinations. They record it, and it stops you from getting things like, I don't know, the measles. Polio. And rubella and polio. And when everybody was, like, praising them when they came out with a vaccine, oh, my God, you've saved society. Thank you. Now it's like, yeah, uh, they had to rush this one out there. But what do you think? Like, I, I love the people that are, like, um, uh, the government's just trying to control us. It's not even FDA approved. The, the government is the FDA. <laughs> when the FDA approves it, it's, it's the same people. But it I just will, makes me laugh. But I will say this. Like, the vaccines that we got as kids, those have been around for a w- very long time that we actually do know the outcome of them. They have a v- yes. very low risk where I'm just saying this one just came out. They it didn't do- just come out. They've been working on this one since SARS was a problem. They've and- been working on this, and they just started giving it to people this year. So they do not know the effects of it in three to five years. They do, though. They do. They, they don't. Have- they do. Because it hasn't been out that long, so they don't. Okay. You know, but that's what I'm. But that's the difference between the vaccines that we got as kids and this vaccine. Yeah, I'm telling you right now that I'm. I'm. I don't care what you do. I don't. I don't mean you, yeah. Carmen. I mean just in general. I don't care what anybody does. Same. But uh, it just makes me laugh. I'm talking about the people who are just going by the information based on 
memes and, uh, well, unnamed sources. We actually had a post on the Bones website last night that was, I don't know who put it up, but it, it was a story about the uh, vaccines and, and then it's a two unnamed sources. How do you put a, a post up like that that's unreliable and uncheckable? It just makes me laugh. I don't even know. I have no idea who put it up. Yeah. I like to watch those ones where they have the split screen and the uh, person's talking about the vaccine and the DNA and how this does this, blah, blah, blah. And then they have a real scientist next to yeah. it. And no. she's going, no, that's no. not true. No, that's yeah. not true. And she'll go, oh, that, yeah, that's true. And she goes, no, that's not how DNA works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's hilarious. I, I look, I'm, I'm, I've seen the uh, effects of the COVID. I don't want it. I'm in a danger zone. I'm old and I'm fat. I don't want to get it. I don't want to die. So I'm vax it up. Mm-hmm. If I need to get a booster, boost it up. And all of a sudden, if I have superpowers, I'll be fine with that too. <laughs> Lightning shoot out my butt. Uh, unfortunately, you know who else is in a danger zone? Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah. This is older. Any excuse to play dangerous. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, I don't know if you have a story or no, not. It was still worth it. He did remind me, though. I did uh, I did watch most of that uh, Val Kilmer uh, documentary. documentary. Oh, Is it yeah. sad? Is it sad? Yeah. Well, it's sad because you like Val Kilmer so much. Yeah. And, uh, but he's he's free of cancer. Mike, but, please don't. Oh, oh. oh I'm not making No, but he has his new computer voice. That yeah. sounded that great. That sounds just not, like him. Oh, no. Where did you see that? Uh, on news. I don't know whether you listened to the show. Oh, I did. Are you, are you listening I, to Wild with Carmen? Or, <laughs> no. I did, I did, but then I watched the documentary, and the narration is not him. It's his son. Yeah, but oh. this, I think, was just recently. Oh, so they yeah. took all of his... Uh, voice from all the movies and all the different stuff, whatever, right. and put it through there so the algorithm, you know, I just but make the, my the, words. But anyways, he he now has a voice that's his voice. The interesting thing is is that um he his voice isn't bad. He just really talks like this, but it's uh, he has uh, a tube down his throat so that he can eat because so he had the cancer. And he beat the cancer, but it it was so bad on his throat that he can't use his throat anymore. So they put the tube down his throat so that he can eat. But the problem is, is that in, if he wants to talk, he's got to plug that hole. So because he's breathing through that hole too. Right. So if he wants to talk, he has to plug the hole so he talks like this. But he really he talks pretty clear. Like you can have a conversation with him and understand what he's saying. He's not like. But didn't he have a lot of stuff removed? Because it looks like his head is sitting on like a. Yeah, he wears a. They had to like rebuild his neck. He had. He wears a lot of scarves and stuff. But he's still handsome and he's still fun. And uh, like he's not moping around about it. How do you, having watched the documentary, what do you think, or how big of his role will be in the new Top Gun sequel? I I can't see him playing anybody except for somebody that was injured, yeah, or somebody that had cancer or something. Because they it's, they say he's in the movie. It's uh, it's not. It, he can talk enough in the movie to where he could play a role. But um, so he was saying that he was one of the first people that he knew to have a video camera in the early early eighties, and he documented everything. He takes you into a warehouse and he's got thousands of hours of tape on VHS, on reels, on cassettes. He's got it all and he and they start open up the documentary with a bunch of behind the scenes footage of them uh filming Top Gun. From the time they pulled up to the ship for the first time, then all those guys messing around in the trailer. I didn't know that um Wolfman, who was one of the uh the pilots uh, fell in love with Kelly McGillis on set, and they they were like married for, or they were together Aww. for years after that. Yeah, but I mean, like he's got it all. He's got the making out <laughs> until and stuff. one full moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it was very. Uh, 
I, I fell asleep in the middle of only because it was late, but it was very interesting, and uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Hmm. He's a he's a nice guy, and you feel bad for him during. He had some tragedy when he was a kid, and I don't want to ruin the whole thing. But he, his parents were um, interesting people. He is he's definitely a character, and boy, was he good looking as Ice Man. Yeah, oh yeah. He had the he had the facial features. He had that body, and he's Juilliard trained. He's a Juilliard trained actor, and so was Kelly McGillis. He's like, uh, we didn't talk in Juilliard, but we talked. You know, we got to know each other on Top Gun. But they go back to Juilliard now. It's it's very interesting. He was the worst Batman, though. I I disagree. I don't remember. Yeah, I disagree. That's why he George Clooney was the worst Batman. It was, it was Michael Keaton. Then Val Kilmer. Then Val Kilmer. Yeah. yeah. Then did he only do one movie. Val Kilmer did. Did he? Who, did, who was the? Who were the villains? The first was was um. The Riddler. He was in with the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Well, that whole thing was. That was the Val Kilmer. That run. whole thing was awful. Yeah. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was the Batman whole... forever. Yeah. yeah. Then Clooney was the one with uh, Alicia Silverstone played Batgirl. And, and, uh, is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. yeah, that one was really bad. Yeah, uh, Clooney I like as, as Batman. That he was, yeah, I thought he was better as Bruce Wayne. Gross. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to know. You got to be a good Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. I think yeah, that's what makes yeah. you the good Batman. Oh, also, but you barely ever see Bruce Wayne. Nah, it's, a, it's we more didn't Batman s- than Bruce Wayne. You have Tim get- Burton. Batman was unnecessary. Like it was, I love the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. I just watched the the second. I, you forget how I watched uh, Batman Returns, and Danny DeVito is so great as the Penguin. Oh, really I just is. watched it this weekend because it was on it's Netflix. Sad in yeah. The yeah. And I'm yeah. like, man, you forget Danny DeVito is so awesome yeah. in this movie as the Penguin. Who's uh, playing the Penguin? Is it Jared Leto playing the uh, Penguin now? Or no, no wasn't it Joker. Jonah Hill? No, I think that I was, was a rumor. Yeah, that was supposed rumor. to be. Well, there was a there was that Gotham series, and that one dude played this skinny dude played. Colin the Farrell is playing. That's the who penguin. it is. That's oh, who yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Because they had pictures of him, and he's all fat and weird and sad, yeah. and looks great. And yeah. that's with the Twilight version coming out. Yeah, with, uh, what's um, his face? Pattinson. Oh yeah, I forgot about Pattinson. Yeah, I hope he doesn't suck. I think he's going to be good. I think he's a much better actor than people because yeah, of the Twilight. Remember, oh, I, I think he's a good actor. But remember the uh, the news it was like in the pandemic. Would do, nobody can get Robert Pattinson to work out. They're worried he's going to be like a fat Batman. <laughs> fat man. Uh, fat man. But my biggest thing is his voice. Is he going to be able to do that deep voice without uh, sounding yeah. like an idiot? Because there's a lot of people that try to do the Batman. Well, th- that, like, that's the thing is, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. His, the first time you were Horrible. like, what yeah. is going on? For sure. It was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, are you kidding me? Where if, you know, like most of the Batman do kind of a, I'm Batman. You know, yeah. where it's yeah, like just a lower... Well, it it's was like, good because they showed that he was going. He was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Christian Bale, the second movie, they they toned it back because yeah. they got so much criticism about. Yeah, and how- it made a lot better. And then he was like, "You got to tell me where that, but you know, whatever yeah. thing." Yeah. Into Where's that. the bomb? Yeah, but at first it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and "You're like, okay, take it easy, buddy." <laughs> What's the new? The new movies, something else is coming out now. So there's the the Flash movies coming out, and Michael Keaton is going to be Batman yeah. because he's going to travel through the multiverse, different well, dimensions and stuff. Did you hear about the Spider-Man one? It leaked over the weekend. It did? Yes, but it's a very poor version of the trailer. It's a wet version. So, yeah. <laughs> so they, they have a Spider-Man movie coming out in December, and they say that usually a trailer comes out a year in advance, yeah. and that they've had no trailer come out, and Feige had to come out and say, hey, look, there is a trailer, I've seen it, and it'll be out, but they're trying to keep it secret, you know? But they say that uh, that's all. That all the Spider Spider Man, all the villains are going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be, be awesome. That should be pretty interesting. Yeah, 
It should be a, well, a, a, so it, I, I was on Twitter over the weekend. I started seeing it trending that it leaked, and then it was literally a horrible video of somebody holding their cell phone, and it was playing on their cell uh, phone is what it was. Because so Supposedly the plot is is that uh, in the last one that had the, uh, what was the fake superhero? The, just, uh, Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he was. So that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal manipulated uh, drones and all that stuff that he manipulates the footage to make it look like Spider-Man was the one responsible, uh-huh. and they put him on trial. And Matt Murdock is his lawyer, Daredevil. Oh, really? That's what they're trying to keep secret. Yeah. And supposedly it's the guy who played Daredevil in the Netflix series. Awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome, right? Yes. Yeah. I know uh, Doctor Strange comes into play, too, because yes. he yeah. can go to different timelines and stuff like that, and that's where you bring in Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that should be pretty interesting. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't suck. It's just weird that the, the, the Flash is doing so, like they're both DC and Marvel yeah. are both attempting to do the exact same thing, bringing back. Marvel always does it better. Marvel probably will do it better, even though right. you, you want to love Michael Keaton as Batman. Who yeah. plays the Flash? Um, the kid from the DC, the, yeah. from not no, not from the TV show, from the uh, oh, that Justice kid was League. good. Yeah, that kid was yeah. good. The yeah. same guy from Justice League. Uh, I um, I know we just sound like a bunch of big nerds, but uh, we really need we really need a blockbuster movie weekend to happen because yeah. Yeah. nobody's going to the movies still Not anymore. Uh, so back to news: Trump uh, over in Alabama, My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell, hello, has once again moved back his expected timeline <laughs> for oh, Donald Trump's wow. magical reinstatement to the presidency. Uh, this time, divining that the event will occur sometime before 2021 ends. If it doesn't happen, though, uh, he added, if it doesn't happen, uh, what's his name? Uh, J Helium J. Uh, there is no 2022 and no 2024. Uh, Lindell is. Issued his forecast at a rally in Alabama held Saturday by President, uh, former President Donald Trump. Look, there's one thing you can't deny. I don't care if you like him or you hate him or what, but I mean, the amount of people that were at that rally and then the amount of overflow people that couldn't get in, I mean, there he is. He definitely has. People love him. A He's following. gaining. And, you know, when, when Biden's screwing up Afghanistan, he is, he is gaining. A huge, huge amount of support. I don't. I don't think he runs again. Does he run again? I can't. See I, don't that think so. I, don't I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. I think so. Do you think his one of his kids runs? No, no I, I think, think he, he throws it behind DeSantis. Yeah. I think he That's totally runs think. again, and he runs with DeSantis as his VP. Well, I don't know, man. I think Trump just loves doing these rallies, and I think that's what he's just going to keep doing. That's what I think. I, is he making any money off of this, or is he just stroking him? They're usually free to go to. I right. thought. So yeah, I but he know. may have sponsors pay yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he's 75 now. He would be 78 in 2024. Right. Which, can we get fine. rid of the old white guys uh, being president? Well, easy. As an old white guy. Really... Oh, well, I'm just, they're, I don't know. Let's I just... start with old. <laughs> start with no. old, then we'll work on white, then we'll work on guy. Yeah. Also, I'd like but... to remind you, we had a young black guy a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Right. And like, just, okay, can we just get rid of the, yes, I'm with you, Galvin. <laughs> yeah. Just get well, rid of the old. By the way, yeah. up until then, though, yeah. not a great track record. <laughs> <laughs> up DeSantis until then and like, after. DeSantis is like 42. Yeah. 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 That would be nice yeah, to have a young guy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look at that. You have uh, Biden, Trump, uh, then the Barack Obama, which was yeah. the yeah. different one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> younger, younger, younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trump George was reelected. W. Bill Clinton was uh, younger yeah. as far as presidents go. Uh, he aged fifty years yeah. or eight years. George H.W. Uh, Bush, Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, Richard Nixon, Lyndon B. Johnson, John F. Kennedy was young. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower may have been the oldest person on Earth. Uh, Harry S. Truman, Franklin uh, Delano Roosevelt. uh, Benjamin Pierce, 22. (laughs) All these guys are old. JFK was young. That seemed to work out for him. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. He oh. stayed young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He stayed young forever. Forever young. young. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so Arnold Schwarzenegger's rant about the importance of wearing face masks has landed him in hot water. The former governor of California has lost a sponsor for his annual bodybuilding event known as the Arnold Classic due to controversial immense, uh, comments that he made last week. Uh, did you hear him saying... Uh, that uh, citizens, uh, he called mask-adverse Americans schmucks and said, screw your freedom to those seeking to terminate COVID-19 mandates. Says the Nazi. Yeah, Yeah, it's not good. Uh, In a statement on Friday, Redcon One, a sports nutrition brand, confirmed they've pulled from the uh, Schwarzenegger event as well as uh, others that he's involved in. Yeah, you can you can say your opinion on the mask, but when you start saying uh, screw your freedom and all that stuff is where you get... We got to take around. I was watching a, uh, a By documentary. By the way, Arnold Schwarzenegger totally fine with injecting stuff in his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter the outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching a documentary last night, and uh, they were talking about how Asian people were on track with the mask before anybody else. Oh, yeah. And that you'd always mock them when you'd see them wearing the mask. And the Asians were, were describing it, and they were saying what, how polite it was because most Asians weren't wearing the mask to stop themselves from getting diseases from you. They didn't want to spread their disease to anybody else. So this girl was like, when I was a kid and I went to school, if I had a sore throat, my mother would make me wear the mask to school so that I didn't get anybody else sick. So, you know, that, that is somewhat somewhere around, the, you know, the idea of wearing the mask now is that maybe you don't want to spread your germs to other people, not that it's necessarily protecting you. Uh, I don't, again, I don't care if you wear the mask or get the shot. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, so cruise ships heading to the Bahamas won't be allowed into the island nation's ports, including private islands, if they are unvaccinated, if there's any unvaccinated passengers on board. So how do they know? Uh, well, I would guess they'd be checking. Yeah, but I'm mean, saying you're, uh, are they checking you? You have to be vaccinated to be on a cruise or you have to be vaccinated to get on the island? Yeah, I would imagine that if they do uh, cruises that you have to be vaccinated to get on, then they're like, okay, it's already been confirmed and come here or whatever. But if not... You know, you're not going to be able to port there. Uh, the Bahamian government made the uh, move in an emergency order posted last uh, late Thursday. Uh, the government said the uh, rule will take effect September 3rd and extend through November 1st. The rule also will be applicable to uh, several private islands owned by major cruise lines like Royal Caribbean. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that's going to affect our cruise. I don't know as things change. Hopefully by the end of this year. They got a handle on things. Mexico know. Right. This says, uh, September, <laughs> this says September 3rd through November 1st. Right. So right. we'll see how it goes with that. I'm dying to go on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. It's crazy because, you know, we go every year and then you take a year or two off and you're like, man, I really miss going on a cruise. Yeah, you're yeah. used to doing it. Yeah. And one of our coworkers is on a cruise and I see her like a Facebook pictures and I'm like, oh. I want to be on a on a ship with a Mai Tai or something yeah. right now. Who's the coworker? Starting today, Powerball will add a third drawing each week, and a new supplemental feature called Power Play will give players in the select jurisdictions another chance to match the Powerball numbers in a separate drawing with a top cash prize of $10 million. So that starts today. Powerball currently only holds drawings on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, but starting today, they'll have that other chance to win. I feel like somebody was in a pitch meeting, and they were like, let me just, let me just explain it to you. It's one in 532 million chance of them winning. We should be doing this every day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we're such suckers. By the way, Gio, I know you don't care, but uh, <laughs> Powerball is up to almost uh, three hundred million. Yeah, no. When do you start buying tickets? Four hundred uh, million, Gio. Yeah, four hundred million. Wow. I'm with Gio. <laughs> well, it just keeps me from buying tickets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, trust me. I have. I've been buying tickets, and I haven't even gotten like one number the last right. like, three times. I'm like, what? How is that yeah. possible? Boy, that would be so nice. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. We always say that if we win, we're going to take care of each other and all that. And I think like Galvin would, and I think Spanish would. I think Carmen, we never hear from her again. <laughs> yeah. She just disappears we into the night. We read about her in People yeah. magazine. Yeah. No. Gio doesn't tell us he won. No. And he still shows up for both of his jobs. <laughs> yeah. And then slowly, like, uh, I'm only going to be able to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yep. And then no, you, only Friday, and then just disappears. I think you would definitely be able to tell if Gio won, because there's normally a sadness behind his eyes. And if he won, <laughs> would fall that, away. Yeah, that would go away. And you'd be like, sums yeah. up. Gio's way too happy. <laughs> He smiled at me today. Yeah, yeah, there's something wrong here. I got a light in his eyes. I yeah. still always there, yeah, there's the meme that says, "If I win the lottery, I won't tell you. You'll just know." Yeah. And the guy's got a Batmobile and a yeah. DeLorean <laughs> in his driveway. <laughs> uh, builders say 3D printed homes can be built in half the time for half the cost. That's according to a survey. Seventy five percent of millennials would consider living in a 3D printed home. Uh, that's good because 30% of all respondents think that a uh, that a 3D printed home will replace traditional methods of home building. I think so. Well, they remember that we they had that one video going around showing how quickly they could put amazing. up the walls. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and, and the and, house cost like twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's the thing. I mean, that could really put a, a huge dent in a homeless situation if yeah. you're able to produce mass produce houses like that 24 hours a day mm-hmm. with no with very little human labor and very little cost. That would be great. I mean, you could literally double your you could you could build it for twelve thousand, sell it for fifty thousand, still be making a huge profit off it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that could do wonders for the homeless situation. It's gonna be awesome. probably never happen. <laughs> and plus the fact that like uh think about three D homes, like if you bought property and you were building a regular home, you could have a three D home built right quick. Yeah. You know, and just be living out there and be like, Yeah, they're building my home over there, but this one, you know. Or uh, hunting. You know, different stuff. Vacation. Have a hunting cabin. Sure. If you yeah. wanted just a, uh, a home where you could go and, you know, change clothes and do stuff like that, but you have a nice, it's near a lake or whatever, and you have a, a gym or a she shed. Yeah. Yeah. She shed. She shed. A 35 year old guy near San Francisco named Moises Robles was uh, drinking and doing some meth earlier this month. Uh, he thought a man with a gun was chasing him. Uh, no one knows if there was really a guy with a gun. Meth heads kind of do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Moises uh, thought he was running for his life, so he scaled up a fence, then another fence, climbed to the second floor patio of a building, and made his way to the lobby where he thought he'd be safe. But somehow didn't realize he had just broken into the county jail. <laughs> a guard saw him sitting in the lobby and thought he was an inmate that got out of his cell, but then they realized Moises was in street clothes and they arrested him. He had a bunch of uh, people's credit cards on him, so they charged him with trespassing and identity theft. He uh, starts his trial in November. Oh, oh Moises. Moises. So oh, Moises. 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 Uh, have you ever gotten food from somewhere and there was something in it? Like a piece of plastic or a Band-Aid? Or a lot, yes. Anything. Have you really? Yeah. What have you had? Remember, I went to that Cheddar's place. Uh-huh. And they uh, they were like, their big thing was all our food is natural and this, that, and the other thing. And then they gave me a salad. 
and uh, the the bag, you know, like it comes in a bag, and at the bottom of a bag, there's a metal ring to help like join the bag together. You know what I'm saying? Like if you put something in a plastic bag, like where you hang it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's right. like yeah, a metal a metal ring around, almost like the bottom of a light bulb. And uh, that was in that plastic, and the metal was in my salad. Oh. I was like, "But what happened to your fresh salads?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time, I got a salad, and I put dressing in it. And when I opened the dressing, I accidentally put it on the top. And so when I shook my salad, I put the top back on to shake it, and then the plastic was in my salad. And oh. I and I was like on the phone calling the place, like about to yell at them and then I put two and two together and I realized that I was the dummy, <laughs> that, dummy. Yeah, that I put my plastic in the salad. Yeah, sometimes you see the salad where you see like a frog or a salamander or something in there. Oh, it's like, oh. Yeah, remember Subway had like a rat or something Ugh. in their lettuce? Oh, my. Listen, well, I don't remember that so let's just say that, that we don't know that that happened. <laughs> it was a news story. I, I don't remember it. I don't remember that it was Subway. I'm just saying, Carmen, I'm not saying it's not true. Okay. But, just for the sake of Subway going, ah, uh, that was blimpy, and now we're suing you. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, maybe, no. <laughs> uh, a woman in England recently discovered a nut and a bolt in her Domino's pizza. Oh, that's good. I mean, they put them yeah. both in there. You yeah. can't have one without the exactly. other. Actually, there's a picture where it's baked into the cheese. Uh, Domino's gave her a refund and said this kind of thing is extremely rare. Oh, Not that it never happens. So. It's extremely rare. Well, I mean. Oh, man. You bite into that. Oh, my God. Oh, that's See a thing. She had some damage. That would be a different story. Not yeah. a popular topping. No. <laughs> it was right there below anchovies. Uh, nuts actually popular. Bolts, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have bolts in there for sure. Oh, save it I, for six and nine. <laughs> that would, that would, I mean, could you imagine just crunching into that? Mm. Like hard, like, I mean, obviously you're not ripping into pizza, but you're chewing pizza, oh, sure. you know, oh, and you bite into that and Climbing. just, oh! yeah. Rip and you don't know at first, you kind of feel something hard. You think it's a hard crust, so you bite harder. Oh, oh. oh my God, you chip your tooth. Mm. Oh. Uh, praise Satan, everyone. No. In Australia, a news show accidentally aired a brief clip of a satanic ritual. Yes. Uh, this was last week, and it happened in the middle of a segment about police dogs. All of a sudden, it switches the three people next to an upside-down cross with one of them saying, quote, Hail Satan. Mm -hmm. And a few seconds, uh, they came back to the news desk. We have video up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. I'm not here, watching it. Here we go. Watch here. This Queensland Parliament. The state government announced the proposed legislation today. It's in part due to the state. Everything seems normal. They're talking about this. In Brisbane last year. Showing some guys walking out of the courtroom. Wearing masks. Yeah. And then they're standing around talking and stuff. And then all of a sudden, here we go. Recent outages have shown. I don't. I don't think that was an accident. No? I No, I think that was the same guy. He's like, I'm putting this on TV for everybody yeah. to see. Yeah. He, like, worked at the news place? Yep. And he was like, uh, and they were like, you work at the news place. Your job is to get this on TV somehow. And he just did it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Domino's had the uh, bolt in the pizza. Well, someone came up with a pizza index that ranks all 50 states according to how expensive the average pizza is. Uh, this was done with MenuWithPrice.com. The most expensive is Alaska, where the average cheese pizza cost how much? Fourteen dollars. Sixteen dollars. Twenty. Yeah, right? I'll go twenty-two dollars. Everyone would think that. That says the average cheese pizza costs nine dollars and twenty-one cents. Wow! Oh, wow! Like and that's slice? the most expensive. Wow! No, that, that's got to be like a small pizza. Got it. It's got to be a small yeah. pizza, like a, one well, of those it's little... an average. Yeah, but that's so low, and no. that's yeah. the most expensive. 
Yeah. Uh, the cheapest one was in North Dakota, where the average is $6.64. The five cheapest uh, pizza states are North Dakota, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Oregon, and Utah. The five most expensive are Alaska, Montana, Oklahoma, Vermont, and Pennsylvania. <sighs> I would imagine. I thought we'd we'd be pretty uh, high up there with our little Caesars front pizzas always free. <laughs> yeah, right? like five the bucks pizza, or pizza something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I like little Caesars. Pizzas. Me too. I really. I don't like care what everyone says. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I just remember that you get like. T- I remember we moved here and we were like, "What? Yeah. Five dollars for two pizzas? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Five bucks, or you can do the like Detroit style uh, deep crust, like Jets, for eight. Oh, man. The little portal thing on there, they use the app is pretty cool. You just walk up, you order it ahead of time. When you get there, you scan your phone, and the little door opens, and the pizza slides out, and you oh, just take it with you. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously, that's just, uh, hey, here's some cheap pizza. You know, it's not like uh, gourmet pizza or anything. They're just making it and going fast. And Yeah, but who really wants gourmet pizza most yeah. of the time? You're like, I just want a pizza. Uh, yeah, but I think, uh, not, not say gourmet, but like a mom and pop place, like a individually owned where it's not a yeah. chain right, where right. it's, you know, you the know sauce comes in a bucket. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some sad news. Aww. You got taps and you got this. <laughs> Who knows it? Joe, do you know it? I, I knew it. Everly Brothers. Don Everly of the Everly Brothers died Saturday at his home in Nashville. One of my fraternity brothers. He was 84 years old. His brother Phil passed away in 2014. Their hits include, of course, Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie, All I Have to Do is Dream. Uh, So Don Everly, dead at the age of 84. I don't believe anyone had him, correct? No, nobody had him. Very successful duo. They were both uh, members of the Tau Cap Epsilon fraternity. And it's one of those things you learn during uh, pledging. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw that over the weekend. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty low key. They were a pretty big band, and I didn't see it everywhere until right. like until like uh, the next day. And I, I saw one of my guys posted it online, so that's why I saw it early. But for the most part, n- most news stations didn't get it. They they only announced it on their website, and I don't know how often people were checking the EverlyBrothers.com. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember the name Phil Valentine? We had talked about him a couple months ago. I know the story, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Phil's dead. What? Phil was a conservative talk show host from Tennessee who had uh, been a vaccine skeptic until he was hospitalized for COVID-19. He has died. He was 61 years old. Uh, Nashville radio station Super Talk 99.7 confirmed that Phil uh, died uh, in a tweet on Saturday. Valentine had been a skeptic of coronavirus vaccine, even putting out parody songs. Ugh, uh, just another reason to hate parody songs. Uh. But after he tested for uh, positive for COVID-19 and uh, prior to his hospitalization, he told listeners to consider, uh, if I get this COVID-19 thing, do I have a chance of dying from it? Uh, if so, he advised them to get vaccinated. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry, Phil. You shouldn't make fun of stuff. Mm-hmm. Come back and get you.
Uh, so Mike Richards has stepped down from hosting Jeopardy. How you like that? <laughs> that was a fast little move. He did like one show, right? Uh, fil- he filmed five episodes for the new season. The episodes will still air, but the show will go back to having guest hosts until a new one is chosen. So he had all kind of problems where people dug up all kind of stuff about him. So what did you hear? What do you know? I know that he apparently had made some uh, disparaging remarks about Jews. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I heard it was, I heard it was the way he, things he said about women, and I listened to it, and it was just him being silly. And then, was, it, then it was the uh, stuff about the Price is Right model and that stuff, you know, and there was the lawsuit and everything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I will never be a game show host. <laughs> I mean, good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. And then also... Some uh, Jeopardy fans are urging Maya Bialik to step down oh. for her past comments. What, what did she, she say? say? She uh, didn't say anything against Jews, I can tell you that. Because of her stance on vaccines, both COVID and otherwise, Jeopardy fans are also up in arms about her op-ed article that she wrote for the New York Times in 2017 uh, that uh, they called her out for victim blaming. The article was uh, called, quote, being a feminist in Harvey Weinstein's world. But she's like an actual oh, like neuroscientist. God. Yeah. yeah. Like, so she could still be an idiot. Yeah, but I mean, like, most... Well, I'm not saying she is either. I'm just saying, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Even when, I mean, people are allowed to have lives and have made mistakes and or just said things and then times changed. Or maybe she f- still believes that. What does that have to do with her giving you clues to Jeopardy? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. Social media has changed everything. Oh, it's ruined is. everything. Because yeah. all... All this uh, outrage is all coming from social media. Yeah, it's re- it's because it gave nerds power. Yeah, is yeah. what it was. It gave nerds power uh, to to because one nerd still didn't do anything. Ten nerds kind of yeah. get a little attention. A ten thousand nerds get a lot of attention. It's it's the kiss army effect. Oh. It's it's the nerds who never got any attention, never played any sports, never had any friends. All of a sudden, they're all in the kiss army together, and now they have something to be. Yeah. Uh, they got a little bit of power, and yeah. they got crazy. Oh. And now they're making a big. People are online are making a big push for LeVar Burton again oh. to be the host. Remember, he was all upset. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. Better hope he didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? Like the love of LeVar Burton? I have no idea. Because he wanted to do it. And he, you know, reading Rainbow thing, whatever. <laughs> but reading Rainbow was forty years ago. Right. Yeah. Right. But. Also, Star Trek. But also, yeah. you know, people get behind something, then all of a yeah. sudden, it's social media, you know, yeah, get yeah. behind it, and then all of a sudden, everybody wants him to be the host. Yeah, how about this? Betty White, the least funny of all the Golden Girls. No. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I yeah. watched it last night, and I was like, I don't see the charm of Betty White. I think she's done. It's I just because she's old. Move on. Yeah. 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 Like Donald Trump said at his speech, wokeness turns everything to crap. That was funny. <laughs> it really does. That was funny. Turns everything to crap. <laughs> All right. I mean, it, it, let's be honest. It's if you're the host of Jeopardy, you are not up there every night giving your opinion. You're reading yeah. off a card. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane how they're holding this up. Like, well. Well, a couple of years ago, he said something weird. We should never let him read those cards. Now it seems like the backlash came from the fact they had a like a search of all these like high profile hosts, and then the guy in charge of the search just picked himself. <laughs> well, he, he that yeah. seems yeah. I think that that's where the backlash kind of started, and that's why people started digging through his stuff. He's I, like all these famous people, and like you know what? I picked myself. Yeah. I bet you they said to that guy, "You're gonna be the guy when Alex dies." And, uh, you know, start preparing yourself for that. And then, then when Alex was getting sick, they said, it's coming. 
And what we're going to do is we're going to make it like we're having a search, and we'll bring in all these celebrities and get all this attention to it, and then you will step forward as the unknown. And it was a perfect plan until somebody didn't listen to his podcast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and it's ridiculous. And I don't, I don't, I didn't watch one second of this guy hosting. I don't know if I like him or not. I'm not. I'm just talking about the situation in general. Uh, Mike, real quick, let me interrupt because we How have to do dare you. <laughs> the first bone bonus keyword. Honey, dough. This hour's phone bonus keyword is Apple. Text Apple to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and go get your thousand bucks. Sponsored by Jerry Ohm Dodge, the number one dealer in the country. There you of course, go. Apple, our favorite uh, Black IP member. Yeah, totally. Uh, you're not supposed to say the word uh, again. What? Oh. You're not supposed to say the word again. Which word? Apple. Oh. Okay, I will not. I will not say Apple again. Four. Again. I mean, you're mocking it. Now. Aren't you glad I didn't say Apple? <laughs> you're mocking it. <laughs> no. I don't even know what you're doing now. Who's gonna be mad, Norm? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a person? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, so, do you remember Shikari Richardson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> You're probably not going to remember her for long. Yeah. She returned to the racetrack. Wasn't quite as glorious as she hoped. She came in dead last. Oh. Yeah, against some of the women who she actually beat a couple months ago. The U.S. sprinter, who was disqualified from competing in the Summer Tokyo Olympics, took her mark Saturday for the Prefontaine Classic at the University of Oregon, where she was set to race in the women's women's 100-meter dash against eight others, including three of the Jamaican Olympians who took gold, silver, and bronze during the games in her absence. And she came in dead last. They smoked her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's been through a lot. So all the people yeah. that were outraged now she's, are no longer. Yeah, where are these? Yeah, yeah. they smoked her and then she smoked them. They're not yeah. outraged. That she stunk. Yeah, of course not. By the way, I'm sure none of the Jamaican uh, girls were smoking pot. <laughs> right? Wait, no? yeah, not at all. Uh, so I guess there was a big New York City homecoming concert in Central Park. Yeah, no, which is really weird because remember when the the De Blasio came out and said he's going to have a welcome back to concerts concert and it's going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen. He talked to Clive Davis and they were doing it, blah blah blah. And then you didn't hear anything else about it. And then all of a sudden, next thing I heard was the concert happened. Right. So it happened and got shut down halfway through because of bad weather. A hurricane. Uh, Elvis Costello, Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, Patti Smith, or Patti Smythe, I don't know, Patti Smith, uh, never even got to perform. Oh, but you know who did? Through the Rain? Who? Barry Manilow. That's right. Oh. Played it, played it through. He played it through, through the, the rain. rain. And he and kept... He kept- what? What did he keep, Spanish? He, he, he kept love in his pocket. And I kept myself oh. protected. That You're the worst. You're not that's the next go. verse. I sang the next verse. Go. I was singing You're the other part. You it know was why? his B-side. You know why? Because hurricanes cannot get through sequins. One of the safest things. Harry goes, is that real? One of the safest things you can wear. Manny Pacquiao, believe it or not, the eight division world champion. Uh, fought on Saturday night. I stayed awake to watch it. I got to tell you. Oh, man. It's too late, guys. You got to yeah. start him earlier. <laughs> yeah. I'm falling asleep. Like, he got his ass kicked. Yeah, so he wound up losing a unanimous decision to uh, uh, Jordanis Yugas. Uh, he retained his uh, super welterweight title. 
Uh, Manny Pacquiao, 42 years old. He was the heavy, heavy favorite. So if you bought a, a bet on Yugas, you made some serious money. But, yeah, it was just, uh, you know. He got his face boxed in a bunch of times. He got hit pretty well. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, he was going against a bigger guy who yeah. had a longer reach. And it just, you know, at some point you slow down, and especially boxers, yeah. you know, you're going to slow down. And when you do, you're going to get hit a lot. How long will it be before Jake Paul fights him? Oh, man. That still, he would destroy Jake Paul. One hand, he would still j- destroy Jake Paul. I, mean, I don't know. Floyd Mayweather didn't destroy Logan Paul. I still think that's because, because he didn't they had want a deal. To. Yeah. yeah, the fix was in. Yeah, you know, it's the same with him carrying uh, uh, Conor McGregor. He carried both of them because he probably bet whatever round he wanted to bet yeah. on uh. and do the thing. And you know, hey, let's make sure we give him a fight and do all that stuff and give him a show. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem very fair. To <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, CM Punk returned to wrestling for the first time in seven years as a member of Mike Helta called it All Elite Wrestling as he opened AEW Rampage at the United Center in his hometown of Chicago on Friday night. Now, how did they all know he was coming out? Because they were all chanting his name before he came out anyway. Well, he had been, uh, like, they had been dropping hints on AEW, and then at one point, um, CM Punk, on his social media, he put the date... Oh, okay. and it, it just so said, and it, it yeah. said Sia and the date, and it made people you know put put. It was and literally you, the worst kept secret. And you knew, like, no, two I know. months ago, and you even said uh, the things in Chicago. I'm sure he'll show up there. That's yeah. his hometown. Well, the the thing is that I I pretty much knew when Chris Jericho was in here, and I asked Chris Jericho, and he said no, and then he said that the you know the reason why was because. You know, even when you're cutting promos and you're doing things, sometimes you say stuff and stuff that's so personal that you really cause a real rift. And that's when I knew for sure he was coming back. <laughs> yeah. No way they're going to let a real rift stay. You know, and and also Jericho is out touring Europe now, isn't he? Yeah. The, he, so it was a perfect time for him to bring him in. So Jericho's kind of taking a break for a while, and he's out. And then now CM Punk's coming in, which makes sense. The place went nuts. And I mean, they put stuff up on the screen so they know. Because remember when they were doing it uh, with the virtual crowd, they would literally have signs on the computer to tell the people when to like cheer yeah. and to chant, and then that way they know what to say. Well, listen, when Jericho debuted in the WWE, which to me is still the all-time greatest debut. He it was rumored for like six months that he was coming, and WCW kept saying no, and WWE kept teasing it with the clock. And then when it happened, the minute everybody was waiting for it because the countdown clock, he can kind of figure out when it was going to happen. And when it happened, everybody was expecting it. But when that thing flipped and said Jericho, it's the loudest cheer I've ever heard in my yeah. life. It was the most amazing thing. With the see, I love a good surprise. And the CM Punk thing, to me, because I'm not watching every week, was a surprise. So when you text me, I was like, oh, finally. Yeah, yeah. So it was Punk's uh, first televised uh, wrestling appearance since 2014, Royal Rumble. His first match will be against Orn Anderson. No, I'm kidding. It'll be against TNT champion Darby Allen, who is working with Sting at uh, All Out Pay-Per-View on September 5th. (laughs) Listen, I I think it's good to have him back. He looks like he's in great shape. uh, Yeah, I watched. He came out. It was cool. At one point, people started chanting his name, and he was like... uh, 
He goes, just so you know, all those years, he's like, I heard you every time. Because people would, for years, at WWE events, they would chant CM Punk. Yeah. Even though he had he had a big falling out with Vince McMahon in WWE. And he was like, you know, just so you know, I heard you every single time. That's cool. And all the rest of it. Ah, yeah, that's you cool. know, go nuts. How did he go in the uh, MMA stuff, CM Punk? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, wrestling? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> I'm still holding out on the uh, on the fact that Vince McMahon owns AEW. Or so they're yeah. in some sort of co- something well, cahoots did together. you see the thing the other day? Uh, uh, what's his name? Ariel Hawani had, uh, I guess, one of the higher up guys with WWE. Oh, it was they, Roman Reigns, I believe. No, no, no. It was uh, one of the office guys. Oh, oh, yeah. And he was saying, we're not actively looking to sell, but if somebody came with an offer, we're going to listen to the offer. And, you know, if it's a legitimate offer, that's that. He said, but we're not actively looking to sell. Oh, boy. So, so, who knows? so SummerSlam was last night. Did anybody know that? Like, uh, there's Nobody even cared. Who's left? Yeah, well, the, the main event was... Roman Reigns and John Cena. Roman Reigns, John Cena, and then we got Bray Wyatt going over to AEW. You got CM Punk over at AEW. Yeah. You got uh, Miro, who is uh, Rus- Rusev. Uh, I mean, all your favorite guys I, bounced over to the other one. I so. watched AEW last Monday night, which was the first time I'd watched like a full, full episode. It was great. It, the whole thing was great. My question is, is just from the business perspective and the family, this is a third generation going into a fourth generation of wrestling for the McMahons. Yeah. Are they ready to just give it up and sell it? That's what it seems like. I mean, but uh, not being in the family anymore, not having anything to do with it, I, I can't. You would, I would think maybe it's something along the lines of like when UFC and the Fertitta brothers sold the UFC, Dana White still runs UFC, but they had investors that come in and bought and they cashed out and they made a ton of money. Yeah. And the UFC goes on and Dana White's still... You know, head of all the fighters. But the McMahons and stuff. have been in charge of the, you know, the WWF, the WWE. I, I mean, look, I don't know. I don't know that he's 80 years old or whatever he is. He may be like, yeah, I'm done. And they, Shane didn't want to do it anyway. No. So and it's, it's really. In Triple H. They're the only ones that would, there would be the ones that would take over everything. So Shane- maybe. Shane didn't, cash out. Shane didn't want to do it, but yet he's also the one who jumps off of ladders onto tables yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, which is insane to me. Every wrestler told me that when Shane was Shane. Vince made Shane work the merchandise, the set up the ring. Yeah. All, like he's worked every aspect of it so that one day he could own yeah. it. And that's why if he he's not going to tell somebody to jump off the top of a cage if he's not going to do it himself. Yeah. So to me, insane. I mean, we've had him on the show, and I said to him, "Don't you? Didn't anybody realize? <laughs> yeah. You're the heir to billions. Don't yeah. jump off that anymore. Yeah. But look, it's still one of the greatest. Uh, you know, he's had some of the greatest moments. So. Uh, finally, news. Hey, all you college students, Carmen, uh, listen to this. This is some good info for you for college students or parents of college students. Uh, someone asked a bunch of experts to name courses that all students should take, no matter what their major is. The idea is to cover broad skills that are uh, valuable in general. Uh, here are some of the ones that they said. They said intro to programming or coding. Even if you're not majoring in computer science, it's good to know the basics in case you need to work with programmers in the future. So, guys. Alvin, when you were in uh, in high school, yeah, those couple of years, mm-hmm. did you ever take any computer classes? I did not. So I did, and uh, I wanted to. I had a, I had a Commodore sixty four computer. I had a, uh, a computer lab in my school, which consisted of probably about twenty five um, computers from Radio Shack, which I can't think of the name of what they were. They were one piece. It was a monitor and a disk drive and oh, a keyboard I had one. all in one piece. We had one. Of I these. had the name of it on the tip of my tongue and I lost it already. And it was it was a one. It was about this big. 
It, it was like a big flat. Well, <laughs> that's was, the one we it had. It was like this big. It was one round console and it had a black and white screen, a disk drive, and a keyboard all attached to one piece. Tandy, the Tandy. Yep, computer. there it is. And you would, um, and they would teach you how to do things, how to write programs. So I could make my screen flash. I could put my name in, and then I could hit enter, and my name would run diagonally or sideways and it would show me if you put if you do the same thing but you put a colon here it would make it go left to right if you put a semicolon it make it go right to left so in a way i kind of did a very early uh intro to programming that did nothing for me but i mean I, now i have no having taken that and known how that knowing that how that works i can't even for the life of me figure out how somebody would sit down and write a program for call of duty you know oh, what I mean? Or right, anything, but, anything of that capacity. But that's because you never had that skill set. You know what I mean? Right. You never learned that. It's the same as you couldn't imagine somebody sitting down and being able to build something unbelievable that people yeah. can do. But it's just you have to learn it. Uh, I, Rob Hyde, who was the kid that was in our neighborhood, he was the first one I knew that had a personal computer. And we got a coding book to make a game. And me and him and my brother Jeff spent, I would say, at least three or four days doing that where we were reading out of the thing and the other person sitting at the keyboard and we're trying to build this game and at the end we press enter and nothing happened yeah, because I'm yeah. sure we missed, you missed one yeah, period yeah, missed or one something. Thing, whatever. And we're like, oh, all right. well, that was no fun. <laughs> yeah. 20, go to 10, run. Mm. And then my name would just go, Mike, 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 Mike. Oh, <laughs> that was it. But, I, but I, the, my point was, Galvin, I agree with that is because I oh, have yeah. no idea how that works now and to have a basic knowledge would probably help be very helpful. I thought it was crazy. My uh, nephew, they have a coding class in middle school already. Oh, they have, yeah. they have yeah. little kids coding uh, schools around town. There's one yeah. in Carrollwood. I yeah. saw a thing the other day. It said, why are IT guys such dicks? And a guy, <laughs> IT guy responded. He said, because I drove an hour the other day to hit the power button on a computer. <laughs> yeah. And I was told by four different people that it was already on. Yeah. That's by the way, why. IT, first thing a teacher, turn it off and turn it on again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Blow into it. Troubleshoot. <laughs> uh, some of the other stuff that they said, uh, different uh, uh, classes you should take, marketing or branding. The fundamentals are important, even if you're just promoting yourself, like when you start looking for a job. So they said that's a good one. I had to take one. It was so basic. If you, I don't you're know. Basic. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Would uh, you say it worked for you, Carmen? I mean, you have a ton of followers. You are verified on Instagram. I mean... You, you know you do you know how to do videos the right way? Yeah, no, honestly, it was more about like starting a business, uh-huh. and it was about how to make a sign and make sure you not how to show your butt in videos. Right, yeah. it was yeah. make sure you pick a name that's easy to pronounce and remember. Make sure it correlates with your business. It like it was very talking basic. to you, Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember when I saw them, and they said we're Hoobastank, like tuba but with an H, and I go, nope, you're done. Uh, <laughs> that worked for Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> well. Maybe more more talent. Joe, tell her who Engelbert Humperdinck is. Engelbert Humperdinck. Now, now that man's a legend. That he was good looking, and he had a great voice, and he had that dumb name that wasn't even his. He just picked it because people would remember. (laughs) Yeah, it was Kerner. Engelbert Humperdinck. Ridiculous. (laughs) I don't believe it. He's not real. It's true. Here it is. Listen to it. Not his song, but it's so but good to hear him. This is a great it. song. This is one. This is a great song. Right. Sung by an Italian. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Joe, shut up! I can't hear you. <laughs> you suck. You can't help it. I wanna hold you so much. Yeah. 
last love has arrived. That's Engelbert Humperdinck. Yep. I don't believe it. Singing the songs what, what of the young. You don't believe it. Look, read the <laughs> screen right there. <laughs> you guys are making this up. Look at no, this. I don't, see Engelbert it. Humperdinck. Don't, don't believe it, Carmen. It's all lies. All lies. They're making it up. Fake Words news. and lyrics by uh, Castellucci and Gordio. Sung by Humperdinck. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pop along, Kisadich is real, sure, whatever. I know your tricks. Dude, Engelbert Humperdinck is legit. I'd see him on the dinosaurs all the time when I was younger. Why is uh, this the first the... time I'm hearing about it? Because, you know, you're 30. Yeah. Uh, some of the other classes, graphic design, knowing uh, how to use things like Photoshop can give you an edge in a lot of different jobs, even if it's not part of your main skill set. Uh, I have no idea how to Photoshop anything. No, I see no. people do stuff, and I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> I could, you know, you if know I what, tried to though? do that, it'd be a square head on somebody else's body. There are so many apps now that do all the work for you. Yeah, that's true. You don't really even need that anymore. But uh, I just get amazed when people can remove things. Like when you can remove someone yeah. or like a oh, trash yeah. can from a photo. Oh. I want to know how to do that. Matt from our for our friend Matt who does all our Photoshop stuff that you see on Instagram. Is amazing. And he, yeah. he does it and he's quick, man. And he yeah. does a really great job. That I can't do. Uh, intro to statistics. The uh, world uh, is more stat-based than ever. Well, so you don't it's have a choice. To, to have, have the basic yeah. knowledge of that. That I, class was so hard. That I was the to, hardest thing I've ever taken. I had to take two stats class. Oh. And, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the but they one. do teach you how you can make like, Manipulate uh, For anything. sure, yeah. You can make the numbers do whatever you That's, want. It's how, it's how radio stations would claim to be number one. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, how are you number one? Well, we're between women of uh, 49 and 52 on Tuesdays at 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we're number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, English, getting better at writing and communication is important no matter what the job is. Nope. Uh, and then finally, personal finance. A poll last week found most people think it should be taught in high school now. Yeah. Uh, yes. Until then, a lot of colleges already offer uh, courses in it, so that's some of the different ones. Personal finance, English, stats, uh, graphic design, marketing, uh, I went to a college, coding. I went to a college preparatory high school that required you to wear a suit and tie to school every day, and we didn't take an economics class until second half of our senior year. Really? I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous. You, you're teaching these kids go, to go work on Wall Street, and you don't teach them anything about economics until they're in their second semester in, or, or third semester in uh, high school. It was, it was awful. How they don't teach basic finance to kids, how to write a check, how to open a bank account, all that stuff in their freshman year is beyond me. See, I was lucky. In my high school, we started in our junior year, the very beginning of junior year, that's when we learned, like, uh, you know, how to do the checks and balance checkbook. But then oh, really? our, the second half of our junior year is when in our economic class, we were taught the stock market, and we had to do, like, a, a, a project where they gave us, like, 100000 fake dollars, yeah. and we had to invest in certain companies, and that was really helpful. We didn't get any of that, and that was what my school was designed for. I wanted to shuffle people straight to Wall Street, and they didn't give us uh, any of that, and, and those are the skills. I mean, I think I haven't used stupid statistic math. Ever in yeah. my life, and I never will. At this age, I can pretty much guarantee I will never use it. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you because I probably got a C minus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I failed it twice. Yeah, I failed it one time. Yeah. I had to go take it again. Uh, that I is it for news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to tell you, I don't know what my son is going to do in, in college. I don't know what he's going to be prepared for. I just don't know. I don't know. What? I don't remember. There were so many dumb classes that I had to take that I was forced to take. Listen. You, you take a lot of the same thing in college that you took in high school yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's just re. I got to tell you, though. my So my roommate is. Uh, Say it right. My hot roommate. Yeah. Is getting her PhD in mathematics. Okay. Why? 
And literally, she came home one day to me crying over my stats class. And she couldn't even help me because my teacher was such an idiot and didn't know how to do the math correct herself that would, like my oh. that my roommate couldn't help me and literally she's getting her phd in mathematics i would love to see your roommate do some of my daughter's third grade homework <laughs> i mean my wife is like the other day she was like show it to your father and i go give me all day and i looked at him and i go show it back to your mother <laughs> i don't know what you're saying but yeah, but I will tell you this, it, like for your daughter's homework at least, there are a lot of apps and yeah, websites YouTube. that you can just plug in the numbers and it will get and it will show it to you now, but there's just some things that you can't do it that way. But yeah. I'm, I'm assuming for third grade math, you should be able to find an app I'm to afraid, help you. I'm afraid my son's going to be an idiot because of COVID. Because <laughs> well, they did, COVID. he had to do like homeschooling half the year. And then the teachers were like, just do it on your phone after yeah. a while. And I'm like, oh, that's... Uh, I, don't know I can tell you, though, about. in college, it's a lot of that, too. Yeah, like, I, I know. remember people cheating all the time. And I remember the first time I cheated, I felt like I was really getting away with something. But it was so easy because you're taking a test on your computer. Then you just have a laptop open right next to you well, where you can Google all the answers. But it's not know. even cheating anymore because it's not proctored and they don't tell you. You yeah. can't Google. A lot of it is open book, open note. Because test. that's the big thing. School is not necessarily knowledge. Just because you're going to school doesn't mean you're in, taking all this knowledge and you're learning on your own. If yeah. you want to learn, you'll learn the stuff. You'll read. You'll do all the different things. Taking tests. Yeah, I mean, it's part of it. It's part of it. You're learning, obviously, from school. But if you, how many kids are just breezing through school to yeah. get done with school? Cool. Uh, me. Yeah. yeah, a ton. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, and does that make you any better or worse? No. I don't know. Know. No, because yeah. I can tell you right now that I guarantee there are people out there with their master's degree that aren't as smart as some people that have a high school degree. Yeah. Oh, you know what let I mean? Me, let me tell you something else I've discovered over the weekend. Or don't have a high school degree. <laughs> uh, law students aren't that fun either. My, I went over to my father's house. My sister was on a Zoom call with her legal partners to go. She's in law school, and they were going over a murder case that they have and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, please let me walk in there with my pants down. And my father's like, don't. And I go, let me just walk. I won't walk what? in front of the camera. Awesome. I'll just walk in. And he's like, she will be so mad. I go, let me just put my ass up against the screen door on the outside. And he's oh like, she will be so mad at you. And then she came out. And she goes, no, I would have laughed. And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. But, but also, why would you do that to a Zoom call full of law students? You know one of them would, like, sue you or <laughs> yeah. something for indecent uh, I, I exposure. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to put it on the camera. I just wanted to do it to her while she, right. she gets really into the uh, thing and i was like let me just open the door and stick my ass in the door and that didn't work out so. <laughs> your ass in the door trick hey yeah, yeah. i think it's hilarious well Michael. thank you yeah. very much all right uh thank you galvin uh, and i hopefully we got ourselves a winner for the uh, bone bonus uh they'll be doing it again today at 10 o'clock then 12 o'clock then 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock. Did I get that right? Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo. 70123 is the number that you're going to want to uh, text that to. And pay attention. We'll give you the next word coming up at 10 o'clock before we get out of here today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a fantastic treat when we come back. Spanish is squinting like you just ate a lemon. No, I don't want to. Uh, Are we really doing this? On, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We oh, have yeah. guests don't. coming in. Don't embarrass <laughs> yourself like that. Yeah. They're about to look you in the face. Oh. Yeah, I don't care about okay. that. <laughs> um, we are we do have uh, guests coming in. We have Brandon Lopez who's fighting this weekend uh, for the UFC, and we have Jason Skeldon, who you no doubt have seen his art in the area. They are coming in together in the nine o'clock hour.